There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Las Culturistas is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Find us and other great podcasts at www.foreverdogpodcasts.com. And if you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, please write us a nice review and give us a five-star rating. Thank you all. Thank you all. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. I am in this room right now with the glacier. You are ice cold. No, I'm not. What is going on? Is it the weather? It's the weather. And, you know, I'm a little tired and I'm in this, you know, low, not low place, just like, um, I just took a soul cycle class. And so I'm just like a little, you know, endorphin doubt. I'm crashing a little That's bit. That's okay. Not everyone is always on. But I'm saying I'm on. I'm definitely, oh, fuck you. I'm on. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not on. I'm saying now I understand. You've released a lot of physical energy. Exactly. And I'm and I'm in a very good place right now. And I, I'm just, you know, for me and my, my body doesn't manifest that. I'm like a, let's go, let's go. So I'm not being a glacier. Please refrain from calling me a fucking, a, a thing that's melting, honestly, and that's sad. And how dare you elicit that image? How dare you? Do you think that the listeners of Las Culturistas will feel sad yes. when they uh, th- when they hear the word glacier? Yes, and then they think about across the world what's happening. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's you know, it's something that we have to fix in our lifetime. What would you do about global warming? I would. Um, you know, just tax carbon, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what would you do? What would you do? Me? Yeah. Um, I would write Leonardo DiCaprio a letter. 
Oh yeah, and because he's the one. He's the. Kid. I will. I will write him a personal letter because I feel that he has the influence and the power, honey, uh-huh. to do something about this. Yeah. And also at the bottom of the letter, I would include a postscript, and that would say, "P.S. Postscript. I feel that you could re- reduce your carbon footprint as well." His because yachts. I I have to say. This is not the moment for I don't think so, honey. That does cl- come at the end of the episode right. classically, but I don't think so, honey. Leonardo DiCaprio and him being all inconvenient truth. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you see him on his fucking yachts on yachts on yachts with all these models. Sure. So, and you have to imagine that man takes a private jet. Uh yeah. Uh huh. He doesn't fly commercial airlines. He's not. Oh God, there's this insane woman on the internet who oh, no. has all of her trash from the past five years in a jar because she just does not want any waste and well even god bless her she's doing she's doing god's work but she, she has all her shit in one jar it's so it's so annoying it's, it's that it's sounds so annoying beyond annoying it sounds not realistically feasible not realistically feasible but you know what is realistically feasible well, this we're, let's talk about the setup real fast because yes. this is a new Little rig, a new little, you know, a new little setup. I think that's why you're so dropped in. But I'm so comfortable right that's now. That's what it was. I'm okay? so excited. I sensed a different energy and I was like, oh, now I don't understand. He's not being the glacier. He's merely being dropped in. I'm dropped because in. Because tell us, tell us all where we are sitting. We are back in hot engineer Ronnie's <laughs> apartment and we, he has laid out the couch. Yes. And we, Matt and I, are just luxuriating on the couch. You could call us splayed out. We're splayed out. And honey, across from us. Yes, we have two. Are, we have two guests. Fabulous guests. Now, let's introduce one. Yes. Let, well, let's first introduce prior guests of the show. Yes. You can catch them every Wednesday night at Club Coming, doing the amazing Cabernet Cabaret. With, with Catherine Cohen. The luminous Catherine Cohen. Luminous. And this is Henry Kapersky. Hello, Henry. Hi. So happy to be back here, you guys. This is historic. This makes you our second return guest, maybe third if you count Pat. Right, Which we right. don't. We don't. <laughs> um, welcome back, Henry. Thank you. Now, I'm honored. Before we move on, um, Henry actually told me he wanted to he, he wanted to really make a point yes. of being here. He says he has he has something to say. Oh my god, okay. Wait. This is when what you said you've been getting a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. So I'm often talked about on this podcast yeah sometimes my name is used sometimes it isn't and people make a lot of assumptions about things and so I think we should just say right now that Matt and I dated for like two years and a couple months and we broke up in May I'm just hearing about this now oh wow (laughs) and we still live together Mm -hmm. and it has brought us together even more in a friend way yes and we've done a lot of forgiving and wonderful things and growing together Mm -hmm. And I just want you all to know what's going on so you don't have to make assumptions. Or <laughs> so like, basically Henry's saying he is now accepting new, new strange tale. New strange tale. No, oh, he wants no, no, to no, make no, no. a show. No, that's what you did. Don't I don't think so, honey. that way. That's not what he's saying. He just wants to clarify. And, you know, no, I, things are good. I, I wish there was, you know, I wish Shonda Rhimes was in the, was in the room with you all uh-huh. um, for, the many, for the many months, not the many months, but for the months since the breakup, just so she could study, really yeah. study what 
post breakup life is because she gets it wrong. She gets oh, it really wrong. You know? And honestly, not everything is such drama, Shonda. It's actually rule number twelve of culture. Not, not everything, everything is, is such drama, drama Shonda. Shonda. <laughs> now we're so happy to have Henry back and thank, thank you for you. clarifying that. Thank you, Henry. Uh-huh. But uh, the main event today. Yes. Now this is such an exciting episode for Bon and I. Another person oft mentioned on the pod. Absolutely. Now uh, the credits they come rolling down. They come come on, Bon Yang. She is an alumna. Um, of our amazing, amazing, if I do say so myself, <laughs> you could say musical sketch comedy group Pop Roulette. She's a dear, dear friend. We've known her. Uh, you know, we we've known her when she's known us when we love her so much. What else, man? So, um, the this is like the big event that's going to be happening. This I, I think I I've been t- hearing the trades. Do you read the trades? I read the trades. So the trades are saying that December fourth. It's Monday, December fourth at seven p.m. at the Duplex. Oh. The, the, this is the event of the season, the winter event of the season. Yes. You know how in two thousand six when Dreamgirls came out. That was the event of the that season. That was the event of the this season. This is the event of this season. Absolutely. So this is called Amanda Schechtman Hates to Sing. It's going to be a cabaret performance. It's going to be, everyone's going to be very, very lucky to be there. I am so excited. I'm I'm going to be there with bells on. Oh, I'll be there without bells on because I don't want to distract from what's of happening course. on stage. I'm so sorry. Bells um, make noise famously. That's actually rule number 20 of culture. Bells, bells make, make noise famously. famously. Now, I can't wait for this show. It's going to be so fantastic. <laughs> this person has... The singing voice, the banter, the charm to fill a whole stadium, and she's gonna fill out the duplex, and it's gonna be really special. Because the duplex famously much smaller than a stadium, yes. and so she'll definitely be able to fill it out. Absolutely. Because if she could fill open a stadium, it's honey, just a matter of scale. It's just a matter of scale, and taking up a, a tiny five foot two of scale in this room right now is Amanda Schechtman. Hello. Did I get that right, five foot two? You gave me two inches. Oh. Yeah. So then her documentary, your documentary is just going to be Amanda Schechtman, five, five. five. Just five. Five. Yeah. Five. What would your main struggle be in your Netflix documentary? Because <laughs> hers is famously, you know, fibromyalgia. Yeah, um, just living. Living. <laughs> living? Yes. It would just be like like the histrionic way that I just like can't, can't. Yeah, you just can't, yeah, period. Yeah, I just can't, period. Well, before we got on the air, you guys were talking about how you get sick often. It, new, newly. Newly. Yeah. It's, newly. Uh, you would say it within the last year and a half? Yes. What's okay. been the lifestyle change? Can you track it back to a lifestyle yeah, change? Yeah, definitely. I started working with kids a lot. Damn. Um, they're fucking crazy. Yeah, no, they're not good. Oh my god, kids! I don't, just... I don't want them personally. I, I'm <sighs> still, it's jury's still out for me. I, the kids, the you're, that's 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 awful. That that they're germ infested little pockets of flesh. I'm like, they can't help it, you no, know. No, 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 and no, no, so no. I don't, I don't fault them for it, but. Do I get mad at them? <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Well, of course. Because I'm to... like, take your hand out of your butt, and, yeah. and then don't also put it in your. In mouth. my mouth, yeah, in my mouth. I mean, yeah. but like, okay, is, I don't think it, the onus is on you to make a lifestyle change to be like a wipes person. Like, I oh don't want God, you no, to carry I wipes. I hate that. I don't. I've never been that person. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I'm not like a ooh, like mm, germs. That's yucky. I'm never. I've never been that person. Sure. So then, what? Yeah. What's the? Who's gonna budge here? The, I'll, right. tell, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who must Something's budge. Gotta Something's it's gotta, gotta give. be the parents. Yes, I think These... so. And I love blaming them. So yes. No, I will say this: the helicopter parents. It's like, wh- why are you helicopter about everything except your kids' hands are all in their butt? It's the new age. It's the new. It's the new age way of parenting. Yeah. It, it's what? Like, which is it's like, like probiot, not good bacteria. Let let them play in the trash. No. It's good. No. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. No. That's- 
They, mm-hmm. Those people are a seminar away from being anti-vaxxers. And I've said that same thing <laughs> about people who believe so it's much in astrology. It's a tone shift away. It's, it's a tone that, shift yeah. away. Ew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you imagine if you came to lunch as a youngster and you went into your ass? Y- you <laughs> I, <laughs> and you went into your ass. At, no, if you went into your lunchbox and pulled out your, you know, uh, thermos of soup, something, you know, whatever. I, I used to do soup, I soup, and to do thermos. soups and a thermos. Did you do soup in a thermos? No, but okay. I can imagine you. With yeah, the soup and the well, because I, I was telling Henry the other day when I was little, I was afraid of. I was kind of like I had like a food fear. Like I didn't want my lunch to sit in the box all day and then oh, open it later. Oh, I totally. I had anxiety oh, yeah, about yeah, that yeah. too. When the lettuce would turn to like a darker yes. color, I was like, my mom's a bit. But I will say it's like especially cold food. When food is cold and sitting around, I'm like, no, that's bad. So there was something about the. Hot soup in a thermos. Mm. Thermoses, by the way, it's rule of culture number 19. Thermoses are unbelievable. Thermoses, Thermoses are, are un- unbelievable. unbelievable. The way they can keep something hot. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's science. Yes. So, so listen, uh, what was I saying? Um, oh, can you imagine? You reach into your lunch, and next to you, some kid who's probably named something cool like Brooklyn, like reaches out and pulls out a kombucha. And I mean, you're, if you were, you, I know we just established that you don't want children, but you would feed your child kombucha. You're a kombucha bitch. Well, I no, actually we used to have this disagreement when we were dating. Mm-hmm. I said, our kids will drink soda. And mm-hmm. I say, Ki- our kids will not drink soda. Right. Soda is poison. Yes. Mm-hmm. Soda is poison. Juice is poison, one. famously. Henry. Henry, yes. Henry famously says juice is poison. Juice is poison as well. Okay, Amanda, and feel free to feel free to be as cryptic as you want, because yeah. obviously this is like professional. But um, now these kids, <laughs> what's your approach to Oh, I have to a them? very famous kid in one of my classes. Go on. Okay. Talk, I feel like I can't say we, we can't talk about so We can't no. talk about specific children, but let's. No. can we at least... Broadly yes. and not negatively at all. I mean, we we don't want to let. Let's get into the kid into without the getting into the kid. And, and the famous one. Yeah. Or, no. 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 Just no. The, the kids in general. Oh yeah. Just all kids across mm-hmm. all across all you know contexts. How 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 is your approach to kids in general? Like, are you stern? Are you warm? Like, what's well, like? What would you say is your approach? I I think that the key with kids and a lot of parents don't get this is like is treating them like they're people. Yes. Yeah. It sounds so dumb and simple, but no. like there, there's this thing that I- I've watched happen where, and especially around these parts is yeah. like, Ugh. there's, there's this, um, there's this uh, tendency to tell children that they are, or make them feel that they are extremely special. Yes. Mm. And, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of spoiled kids. There's like a Brooklyn spoiled and a Manhattan spoiled. Oh. And they're two different branches of wow. spoiled. Describe the You're difference. So, right. so the Manhattan spoiled is your sort of like, you know, stereotypical TV, you know, uh, archetype yeah. of like the, you know, bully or like the mean. Cur- I, you know, yes. I babysat a, a, a child actor for a while. That oh, was a trip. brother. Who, and he was a Manhattanite. Um, and he <laughs> He once turned to me and asked me, um, am I more like Leonardo DiCaprio or Charlie Chaplin? Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course, the two types. Yeah, 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 you know, which is just uh, so alarming ew, because ew, it means ew. at some point somebody was like, you know, you remind me of these, these uh, two people. And he's trying to get to the bottom of like, 
what like what do I don't I, what's know. my sensibility he's as a so fucking scary. five year old so oh. he was he was like seven which is d- just the worst age amongst <laughs> bo- a, a seven year old boy pass no I agree pass yeah um it's like it's like a little like um preview of their adulthood right <laughs> it's like right. here's what's coming um but and or he would say to me you know like what jobs have you booked oh my god <laughs> like the horror of facing <laughs> my it was like this little like embodiment of my like years of rejection it was so bad also like just hearing that from anybody is atrocious oh sure yeah i had to teach him what the word humble meant like physically be like (laughs) well humble me i was like is this real so so there's the manhattan spoiled which is like the money that we go to upper and the uniform whatever the Manhattan, or the sorry, the Brooklyn spoiled. Yes, is more um, righteous. Yes, and it's it's this kind of like, give them freedom, give them space, yeah. like they do. And so what they do is they take their freedom, Ugh. and they just think like you know, they they, you know, they feel victimized, or they just often, don't, yeah. which you know, it's it's sure. Am I am I going to tell a child that's telling me that oh everybody hates them and nobody likes me that that's not really happening? I would never denounce that or belittle that, but but I, it's not necessarily really happening. It's sure. their perception of like it's this kind of is. The, the allergies it's all a part of it yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this is my issue you know and um Damn, it's like they're just self-pathologizing yes, already exactly Ew. exactly i mean is is this is this something that like is this a thing that a lot of kids are coming to you with is people don't like me people everybody hates me because that never leaves you <laughs> no 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 i tell them that we should tell we should tell them that there's just no there was one instance of of that but again it was like I know the child and I I think it was stemming from a place of that not necessarily really happening yeah Uh. but but being clear or be it being obvious that that was their perception of because I've seen the way they interact with their parent who is just so like oh my oh my like sweet baby and it's it's just there's a babying that totally but I I I wonder like I would be that parent like I would try to resist that resist that so so much you would you would would, be I would just be like oh you're the best thing in the world you know and 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 it's so insane to like make any criticism about any parent at like this age and this point in my life because I have no fucking clue. In these political times. And and in these times, honey. <laughs> Everyone's just so scared and hugging their kids, you know? Oh, I had to teach the day after. No! <gasps> and we were doing an Annie-themed class. It was oh like a mini God. musical class. And we were doing Annie and there, it was a class of only girls. Uh. And like, we sang like, the sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, God. And it was just like, oof, me and my co-teacher, we were just like... It was just it that, was goes such in, a that goes in the book. One. That goes in the book. You know, that's and they, and they all had opinions about try, you know that they have the they have these liberal parents, so they they just I think it's so fascinating. They have this like menacing image of of our president. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I went I toured schools sometimes and I was doing that I was something for story parts and I was like strolling around the halls waiting for. Uh, my my thing to start and I was early and they had artwork up on the wall mm. and it was actually a school in um, North Carolina oh, and on the wall th- it was just prior to the election and it was like their hopes and dreams for the upcoming school year mm-hmm. and it was like I hope that Donald Trump is not elected president yeah. Yeah. and that was up like a couple times oh, like yeah. references to mm-hmm. Trump and like it's true like kids 
like in Story Pirates, like you go out into the audience and you get suggestions from the kids, mm-hmm. and they would they were obsessed with Trump. Yeah, and that's like. It, it was this thing they were thinking about. And it's like I d- a buzzword. Yeah, right. it's just and around. I, I do wonder what that felt like mm. to be this seven, eight, nine-year-old kid who's, you know, fixated on this thing, which is Donald Trump, who's not a person to them. He's mm-hmm. just this thing in the news, like the way Lewinsky was for us. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. just something that exists out there in the world, and you don't understand it. But to then be told so for so many months, like, if Donald Trump becomes president, that's bad, that's bad. Hear all this doomsday imagery, and be a seven, eight, nine-year-old kid, and then get told when you wake up in the morning that Donald Trump was elected? Yeah. That's freakish to yeah. think about. Yeah, it's like... um there's a cloud of fear. I don't know. It's, I don't like to think about that. Oh yeah, God. well, because they're I'm so young. No, no. <laughs> I'm well, I will say we're talking about you know the children. The yes. Children, they will listen. They the will. children will um, listen. Wow, maybe that's like a perfect segue. Actually, <laughs> I mean. So, Amanda, we're going to ask you the question that we ask everyone that comes on our show. Mm -hmm. Now, this question is the central question of Las Culturistas. And we ask, uh, you know, our listeners this at home, too. Like, maybe, I don't know, in your five-star review of Las Culturistas on iTunes, you can drop what your culture that affected you and made you want to take a step in a cultural direction was. Um, Just think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, Amanda, we're going to ask you that question right now. What was the culture that made you say, culture is for me? Mm. Yeah defining culture can it be like a three part it's like the intersection it can be a of ten three part. things absolutely because okay. i've been thinking about this because mm-hmm. i knew it was coming. You, you were coming it was on your google cal <laughs> yes <it> was- <laughs> alert um <Yeah>. uh, okay <laughs> it's like the intersection of um long island jewish american princess yes. mm-hmm. culture yes. and in, in relation to also like the way those people respond to theater and being Uh close to the city and all of that right yes like with a droplet of the fact that my mom's a hairdresser okay great yes great so so that's that's (laughs) That's like the same lane that's the same lane okay okay um diva yes diva diva culture diva diva culture and and all that uh, that falls under that umbrella absolutely so so like um uh just all all of the shit that comes with that big talent big attitude the pathos and also and the ego as well as the the vocalization like it's all in there right yeah and then like bowen will like this one i think um (laughs) wow like mid-2000s Indie girl angst. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That is her. So that is her. Okay, and like the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the Muppets for good measure. Yeah. Um, that's. I think that is a breakdown. Is such an accurate breakdown of Amanda. <laughs> I mean, I would. We would go to Amanda's, nothing is not self aware, honey. We we would go to Amanda's house and they whip out the home videos. And let me tell you. That was a trip. Oh my goodness! Yes, I've, I've been talking about this lately because yeah. it's sort of like been on the back of my mind as I'm as you're doing the show. show. Yes. Amanda Checkman hates to sing on yes. December fourth. Yes, and the the home videos for me are such a mind f because yeah. it's always like like it's it's so fun to have the experience of like you know if like I bring my boyfriend to my 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 house and like I'm like oh let's like pop in these home videos like this is gonna be so funny wait till you see like the dynamic the relationships it's all it's so revealing it's uh-huh. funny and I literally always leave like <laughs> like I just came from like like you're physically exhausted Whoa. after watching it, yeah. I'm just like that was not what I thought it would feel like. <laughs> well, just watching a little version of yourself that is inside you still to this day. That's like, oh no, wrong. 
like owning the room. Like, yeah, there's they they exist of me too, hun. I know. It's, I know. It's Ugh. it's just a weird weird mirror that's being held up to you, but also totally. like just the fact that those home videos exist, and I've seen a couple from you. No, specifically the ones of, that I've seen of you uh, in 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 your school musicals mm-hmm. is the intersection of uh, Long Island uh, Jewish American princess yes. and how they respond to theater yes. meets. Hairstyling. You know, hairstyling. <laughs> My mom did the hair for the show. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. Oh, she killed it. Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so there's a video of, where is that? Is that from Ragtime? It was Ragtime. Okay. It's Back to before from now. Ragtime. Um, and fucking Amanda is like, you have this updo, which is insane. And literally, what are you, 16 in that video? Yeah. But but it's a 50-year-old woman on stage. <laughs> like, And I was always like, like that. Yeah, yeah. just an old soul. Did you, old soul, yes. Did you play a lot of the older characters yes. in the plays? Diva, I was always Diva. playing mom, matronly, sort of. But not matron-like, like... Uh, I was, I, you know, it's it's the difference between like like uh, uh, Golda and Yenta. Like I was the gold. I was the like mother, but yeah. like, yes. but, but in in an iconic way. I mean, yeah. I think yes, I, I, the mother in, in an, an iconic way. way. Rule number five of culture. Number five to culture. <laughs> but but I also that's the title played, of that. You know, I also was sort of. There were, I did have my ingenue moments, but like not real. Like it was like brassy ingenue. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like Princess right. Sumner. Like she's not an ingenue. No, no, she's no, like no, no. Comedy, she's character. And I, she's character. She's a character. Yes. So, so yeah, I did sort of fill that space weirdly when I was a very, very young. And I was always like that. I was just mm. very old. Oh my God. Yeah. But Can I say so one old. thing about, there's a good f- home video of Henry. Yes. Oh please! Yes. Which is um, Henry is smiling and bopping his head at a picnic <laughs> I table, love it e- eating eating a hot dog, <laughs> and his his dad is taking the video and he goes, "Henry, did you pray yet?" <laughs> and Henry's just like, looks at the camera, and Henry's dad goes, "I don't think you did," <laughs> and then it ends. Oh my god! Because <laughs> you hadn't prayed, had you? I don't think I had. I didn't. I wasn't a believer when I was a kid. Really? Mm. Yeah. I don't think I ever. Truly believed, <laughs> yeah, or in the way that my parents did. Of yeah. course, yeah. of course. Religious? Were they taking you to to, to temple, temple, church, whatever? I had sort of a, 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 what I think is probably a similar experience to a lot of people in that area, which is like you're super Jewish for the sake of face, mm-hmm. showing face, and <laughs> yep. then and then you like have your bat mitzvah, and they're like, we never want to talk about this ever. Literally the yeah. same, socially, yeah. socially religious, and but then completely secular. Absolutely, yeah. it yes. was like so the biggest deal that we go to church every week, and then I got my confirmation, and then literally we never went again. Yeah. And I and I think that I I have some opinions about this, but I think that religion is you know whatever. I won't get too much into that, but when you're growing up, I yeah. do think. Um, and I think this especially of Judaism, that it's a nice sort of like f- basic framework for like being a good person. Yeah. And like, you know, especially in Jewish culture, there's a lot about like, you know, there's a lot of guilt and bullshit, but there's also like a good amount of triumph and sort of like yeah. um, mm-hmm. it instills a sense of. I don't know, celebration a little bit more than I think some of the guilt that's associated with no, right. their religions. That's, yeah, that's what my, that's what yeah. appealed to my sister when yeah, she converted. Totally. Was like, it's it's not really a religion about shame or punishment or anything. It's not anything punitive. It's it's always about remembering, remembering, and, and being a good person and yeah. leaving the world in a better place yeah, than when you came. Totally. In. 
And I was like, oh yeah, like that does make sense. Um, I've talked about this a lot, but and um, themes, and yeah, folk, the folklore in in Judaism, and I, I think there's a lot of like music and and there, yes, I love some of the traditions in yeah. in Judaism. I'm yeah. really. Yeah into some of that for and, sure and also bat mitzvah themes oh, oh sure what was yours that was you a know what it was in my life <laughs> woof um my theme my theme was now this is very complex um but it was broadway <laughs> i Literally, don't understand i know I don't I, i'll understand. explain it to you another time <laughs> i was gonna say like that's like the perfect like that like it's not specific but it is it's right, right. You know what I mean? it's like it's like no the theme's gonna be broadway and you're like okay at the time everyone was like yeah she picked broadway but now it's like that's amazing okay so it's so funny there's nothing funnier so zero in on like how this was yes. pl- like the theme was applied um okay <laughs> i love talking about this so first i'll tell you just just a sort of aesthetic element is that um each of my tables and like insane to think that just to have tables at 13 years like just just ego around it is so wild were the was it a candle celebration as well now to light my 11th candle yeah Yeah, i did all the things i had the candle lighting the montage i sang reflection from mulan god bless you thank you so much i made my friends sit down and watch me sing reflection which is like a like sort of a dark song you know it's it's just it's beautiful. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's it's not celebratory. No, it's like who am? It's an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, not Broadway. <laughs> no, not but, at yeah. all. But thank you for bringing Asian culture into your. Oh my god! You Wait. know that was my goal. That's <laughs> like that's like when when um, I think it was Bill Clinton got inaugurated. Aretha Franklin came up and sang <laughs> I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis. It does not which is like sense. just no. a devastating, like essentially like the last rattle cry of like Fontaine. And like people don't understand context. No, no, no. But um, anyway, the aesthetic element was that I had on my tables my centerpieces. Um, I went to some like place in Long Island that did like moments of stuff and I like, you know and so they were all playbills through the years. I love that. Um, but I was my I was and I had seen this at another girl's bat mitzvah. Love that. You know, right. And of course, like in in, in classic, just like my family, my life fashion, it was like not it was like watered down for it was just not <laughs> yeah. quite there. Yeah. It's when you look at a Pinterest board and then you want to do the thing and then it's And then not it just quite never the turns out that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and like my dress was the same way. It was like custom made, but it fell apart like halfway through. <laughs> you know, I try I'm always trying. But like <laughs> the centerpieces were playbills and but instead it was just pictures of me doing the thing that's in that playbill. Oh! So instead what I wanted was like my face superimposed onto <laughs> Like the actual thing, which yeah. is like, would have been crazy. Like the graphics required for that. I mean, I don't know, but what, what you were needed. We needed a bow and yang needed, level graphic designer. Oh my goodness! But then what ended up happening? So what, was, ended, what ended up happening was like hairspray, you know. And I can't. This is all dem- demonstrative. Right, but the, so, the, the face, but the, it's the face. So it's just me, like no effect, <laughs> just mouth open. Hands on my cheeks, close up like dead eyes, you know? She's giving us a perfect Marissa Jarrett Winoker face right now. Just cut out and <laughs> on the white background uh-huh. with the blue hair. Uh, and then, uh, but uh, no, no, we have not even. No blue effects, hair. but then would you have the logo of the show over it? Yes, okay, so well I then. had like hairspray at the top. The best, <laughs> the, the tour so de force though was 
rent because uh, famously there's rent, like nine of them is there's, there's nine many? of them and Mimi is like yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just like the awkward 13 year old body oh you know like a pink petite t-shirt you know or, or 12 yeah I wasn't even 13 yet you're right and 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 just doing all the rent poses oh, but like with God. like minimal effort you know and oh did my you at God. least do Adina's screaming face like ah. I've seen it yes yes Okay. Yes. Oh, I commit. That? No, I commit. I'm sure it was entirely copied. They were all I, very accurate. Okay, but listen, that's literally pastiche and it's gorgeous. Like I'm saying that in a good way. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's 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 a tribute. It it's is. Pastiche, it's a tribute. It's gorgeous. I had never seen it, and I didn't know the music. But <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of Broadway, now yeah. I, I think it would be time. a wonderful time. I think it would be a nice time sure. to hear a song. So tell us uh, this first song that you're going to do for us, and this is going to be included in the in the show on December fourth. Yes. Um, the story of at least you know my journey with this song is I I have my best friend Ryan um he contacted me or what you know we were just talking and he was like I've had I've had a like a talent crush on this performer um Katie Thompson for mm-hmm. a very long time um because I saw her in the musical in the Michael John Lacusey musical Giant at the public like five years ago and she just had she was like Adele with like more power and but 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 acting and like I just I just I have such a, a crush on her and I I um I I felt like she had this raw quality to her voice and I sometimes feel like I struggle to fit into a category um, in terms of type and and vocally and and I I sort of watched her do this thing where she. She ends, she's actually a composer. She's like written a lot of music and she just has this like amazing quality. So he was like, I found this video of Katie Thompson. She's singing this song. It feels so like something that comes from that would come from your heart and mouth. And, and I looked it up and I just like I'm not often I've heard I, I've sung for so long. So it's mm-hmm, not yeah. often that I'm just like, oh, I would love to like have this music in my mouth yes. um, so I, I I did it at one of Henry's shows once and we were there remember we hosted yes, it yes and I just felt like there was a, an understanding of this feeling and that's really what I look for in songs is is like am I just singing or am I getting at something that people are understanding on, a, on an emotional wow. level it's by Jonathan Reed Gout who is a really talented composer in that sort of camp of contemporary musical theater composers um, and I'm not a very good fan because I don't know the context if it's from a musical of any kind. I think it's sort of just a one-off yeah. thing. Um, I, th- I think you're right. I think it I is. I think it's right. So. Yeah, my sheet music says from the album 13 Stories Down. Yeah, and I yeah. think that, and there's some like really amazing singers on that album just doing his songs, and he, he has a really... Um, some really good stuff on there. So, little plug for him. Great. Okay. Yeah, this is, yeah, I mean, it's called t- No Reason at All. Yes. <clears throat> now, let's hear it. Something, a tiny glance, a kind word to give my life meaning. But you'd never know, cause I never show how much you've helped me to see. 
The woman I'm longing to be Sometimes I just need to cry for no reason at all Sometimes I'm too tired to try For no reason at all Sometimes I just have to Learn to let go For no reason at all I stand in the door Life passes by and feel like I'm stuck in between The life that I want and what I can reach It's like I'm not heard and not seen There must be a way at the end of the day That I can help make you see The woman I long to set free to start a place I'd rather be but when the time comes will I have the strength to pull myself up and see and sometimes I just need to cry for no reason to try for no reason at all sometimes I just have to learn to let go When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and 
domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming, too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Oh my God. I mean, 
Amanda Schechtman. You, <laughs> thank you for doing that on no, this show. I th- oh my gosh! That thank was unbelievable. Thank you. It's it's um hard to feel like I'm not just yelling. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was oh really like I'm so excited for everyone that just heard that, and I'm. Oh, it, but you don't know what it was like to be in the room. Yeah. So what I would suggest is that you buy tickets to the show because you have an opportunity to be in the room. Yeah. So um, it's again, I'll just keep saying it, and we're gonna hear two more songs, which is <laughs> fucking nuts. But um, it's on December fourth at seven p.m. at the Duplex. It's called "The Man of Shackman Hates to Sing." So um, get your tickets at purplepass.com. Yeah. Um, and, and really. You should be in the room. You really should Absolutely. be in New York City. It's so easy to stay in, especially when it's cold. But like, you're in the the greatest city in the world, and you can hear one of the greatest singers in the world. Wow, thank you guys. And uh, <sighs> to see her, to feel her presence is yeah. what takes it to the next level. It's Absolutely. really fabulous, Henry. You were also amazing on that as well. Thank you, Henry. And Henry also is also accompanying at the show. Yes, yes so of you'll course. see Henry as well. Um, okay, so I do want to get into this. Now, it's called Amanda Shackman Hates to Sing. Yes. Now, um, when I met you at NYU, mm-hmm. um, we did a show together. It was called The Reality Show at NYU. And um, we collaborated. And um, you had just experienced something in your life. Yes. Which I think sort of changed your life. Absolutely. Um, and that was... Um, I guess being on a famous reality television <laughs> singing show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what went down with American Idol. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, woof. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> and I know that it is a woof. It is a it's woof. Such a but, woof. But I'm so, you know, it's it's been this thing that's sort of unnecessarily. I've, I've like, you know, grown it into this monster in my brain and I'm really excited to just like take the power away from it and yeah. just let it be like the stupid thing that happened to me. I think, I think, and this sounds so whatever, I think you have really come so far from that. Thank you. That, that mental yes. space too, you. you know? So, so, so yeah, go ahead and, and describe you. it. Um, and like, you know, take the sort of things that we've talked about, about myself into account when I'm telling this because right. it's all a part of it, you know? Right. And totally. so, um, because singing for me was very pure. Yeah. Right. Like it was oh, so pure oh for God. me. Yes. Yes. Um, <sighs> and that's okay. And just before we even get into de- yeah. details, that's the most, that's the shittiest part of all this is yeah. that someone who like has a gift, a yeah. gift of all gifts, like, but for here, that to be sullied, yeah, but yeah. yeah, in any way. Yeah, well, and and the thing is that that goes, that dates back, that approach to what I can do mm-hmm. dates back to before the idol experience. Because I think there's a, a culture of, in, you know, in our society and just the way that we treat talent, that there is a tendency to um, want to manufacture it and or 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 take it and, and foster make it money and harvest from it, it and make yeah. money. yes the, yeah. to put it frankly yes make yeah. money from it and i think that you know my my friends and family did this to me throughout my life as well and out of a not a ba- bad intention no. at all but this is just i think we've been conditioned to treat talent this way and i do it all the time i do it with you guys you know like i'll just we'll just dish about some singer on the internet and it's it's no big thing and it's it's like when the journey from singing being like a pure facet of music into something that we judge and and you know manipulate and mm-hmm. all of that yeah has been present in my life for for a long time but blah, 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 blah. um so after my um my freshman year of college 
Um, Which, of course, is so easy for everyone, and everyone knows exactly yeah, who they are and where they're time. going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, just, just a breeze. Just a total breeze. Uh, I was a mess. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I was a mess. I was... I just... You know, I, I, I was sort of having... In this really crazy place with my identity. Mm-hmm. And I had gone on such a wild journey up until that point of knowing that I had talent, not really knowing if I want to do that, being boxed in, blah, blah, blah. And by the time that I got to applying to schools, you know, it, it, I at one point was like looking at like liberal arts colleges yeah. in like upstate New York yeah. where yeah. I could like major, double major in English and art. Like, you know, right, I was like right. so ready to just be like, leave me alone. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. It just, the, the sort of, uh, feeling that oh what's what's possible right. the potential that i've been sort of um pumped up with my whole life mm-hmm. yeah um it's harder when you know you can do it right and when people have affirmed that for the longest time the affirmation absolutely yeah. of, of just like you're special you're amazing you're a talent you have a gift and and believe me i mean i i tr- rejected that for a while i like i got into like drawing and like you know i was like <laughs> you know the quiet things I, but the i quiet things. the quiet things uh but eventually it was just like well fuck i'm going to go to tish like who am i yeah. kidding so but when i applied to tish i was like but I want to go to the Atlantic School for acting. You know, I like. Yeah. I really yeah. wanted to like be taken seriously. So yeah. my drop, my major was acting. It was yeah. not musical theater. I did mm-hmm. not major in musical theater, um, or go to that studio rather. And I went to um, a wonderful studio within the drama department that was a, an amazing place. But you know, left. It was an interdisciplinary studio. So mm-hmm. you're directing. You're designing. You're you're being taught how to be a whole theater artist. Right, right, right. Which, you know, my ego, I think, was... Ju- it was so hard to imagine art for art's sake at that point. Uh, like, it was yeah. just like, no, like, I... It was hard for me to to let go of this idea that, like, I could really be somebody. Yeah. And And I wanted to believe that I was somebody that could just be a theater artist and, like, be a downtown theater artist and do that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I just had this moment after my freshman year where I was like, well, what if I just cash in on this idea? You know? Like, an audition and, for... An audition for American Idol and win. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, you know, because, because of course I will. Because, yeah. Of, but of course, mentally, you go to that place where like, I'll do it because I think I have a shot at winning the of whole course. fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you would think, and I'll, I'll get into the people that, you know, think don't think like that and what happens to those poor people. Um, oh, but... Yes, so I had had this thing happen my whole life of like, you have to audition for Mark and you know, like, you're uh, amazing. Long Island it is, it's so pervasive. You're so amazing. Like, your voice, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. So I, I saw that, I'd, I don't even know how I knew, like how it came up. Um, malls. But, right, like who knows. <laughs> oh God. But the malls in Manhattan. It, it was, was like a, po- a post-it on the American <laughs> Eagle sign in the South Shore Mall. By the way, American Idol's gonna be in the city. Oh wow. Oh my gosh. I, I hate it so much. Um, but so okay, so I I find out that the nearest uh audition location was Boston. And oh shit. Yeah, I like I traveled. Um, <laughs> uh and I and I went to the stadium, mm-hmm. the sports stadium. 
Right. <laughs> where, whichever one. Where, where you go sing. <laughs> where you go to sing. I think it was Gillette Stadium, but also I could 100% making that up. Oh my gosh. But like, I'm sure you know. And that's, Maybe. And that's, you know, my toxic thing. masculinity from Ohio. Right. Um, so I go there and it's like tons of people and you wait around and it's a whole thing. And, um, and I was going to sing uh, the whole thing in music at that that year i think it was 2009 yep 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 was like the uh, space singer british, was, girls. british uh, girls the who josh daniel on our last live show dubbed <laughs> artisanal, artisanal singing yeah artisanal singing <laughs> yes yes um but yeah that was and it still is the fucking grace vanderwall anyway um, right like it's it's this thing of like um like I'm, I'm not really a good singer, but isn't it cool what I'm doing? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Not to, I mean, they, you know, obviously some of those women are amazing singers, and right. who even knows what that means? The whole concept of that is what I'm worried about. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the the whole thing was like Adele, Duffy, yeah, uh, Estelle, Estelle yes, right? Yes. You know, and Amy, of course. Yeah, of course. We just didn't know the half of it, but all those types of singers. So the that was sort of what I was bringing to the table. I was like, oh, I could probably do something like that. So I was going to sing Melt My Heart to Stone by Adele. Mm. Um, and I was like, <laughs> you would not recognize me. Mm. You know, I was like uh, freshman 25. Uh. And uh, I had like blonde long hair and a right. blunt bang. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, uh, like. <laughs> flannel shirt, ripped stockings, boots. I went to NYU. Like yeah. I live in the city. Like so that was what I was. Yeah, I was bringing that all to the table, <laughs> and um, but that was really like what I was. You know, yeah, I wasn't yeah. that. I, that's what the projection of whatever I was going through, and that's so great. Um, and I get up to this. There, there are all these tents. And they have all, uh, that's how many people produce this show is that like there are like 10 of these tents and each of them have two producers in them. Mm-hmm. And you line up cattle call style and um, I sing this little part of Melt My Heart to Stone and they're kind of like, uh, like squirming around like, do we like her? And they're like, yeah, okay, okay, we're gonna have you come back, but I want you to um, dress up, like look nicer, wear like a dress or a skirt or something oh, like gosh. that. Um, and they kind of give me this costume to come in, which is what it would have been to me because that's not how I was naturally dressing at the time. Right, right. Um, and I'm like, but I'm like, oh my God, like, okay, whatever you say, because like the dream, the dream is on the line. Yeah. Um, and they take you into this other room where they give you a questionnaire and they kind of want to know about you. Yeah. So what's your story? What's, what are some things that make you interesting? What's fun? What's new? What's different? Blah, blah, blah. And I have this flicker of a moment where my grandmother had passed away that year. Mm. And she was a singer. Not professionally, but she had a beautiful voice. And I was like, do I talk about my grandma? Right, yeah, because they encouraged something And like it that, would have right? been a totally different result. I don't know if I'd be sitting here. Like, I don't yeah. know what would have happened yeah. if, like, that was the story I chose to tell. Right. But I was like, no, I'm not going to exploit her. Right. I'm not going to, like, use her my loss of my grandmother as some like you know storyline in Hook. this charade yeah. yeah well i didn't know it was a charade at the time i yeah. just kind of looked at it like an interview yeah so i put down what makes me me right i'm a drama student um i i, I like to sing musical theater but i also sing pop i i do impressions i like can do different voices i can talk with my mouth closed like all these things 
that are just kind of what make me unique because not everybody can do that. Right. Okay. So then (laughs) (laughs) tons of time goes by. Uh, I would say like most of the summer, I think. Again, this is all very, the timeline is very blurry because it's not the way it looks on TV at all. Oh, sure. So they don't, so they called you back at a later date. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, so the way they make it seem where it's like, here's everybody lined up. Yeah, no, no, no. I feel like I'm doing an expose on Idol. Good. That's what we want. I love it. Um, So, so yeah. So there's, the way they do, they portray it on the show is here's these like hundreds of thousands of people and then. Uh, Simon and Paul and Randy are waiting up waiting in the front or, or car or whoever somewhere. and it's right. been yeah. a long day right, right. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest part yeah oh my god um, so it's like months later that I go back uh-huh. for a second audition that's not not even yet wow, the wow, televised wow. one sure wow so I so but this one I had like a little time to prepare for they give you a list of songs that you can sing mm. I like go back and forth uh, you know, how? who do I want to be? How do I want to sound? What do I want to do? And it was a weird headspace for me to be in because I wasn't really living my life as a vocalist. I was living my life as an acting student. Yeah. So taking all of the things that I learned as like an experimental theater actor mm-hmm. and then being like, what pop song do I want to sing? It was just <laughs> the weirdest t- tension in my brain. And so they gave me this list. Here's what you can sing. And I'm like, well, I should probably stay in the same lane as this like Adele thing that's happening right now. So that song Mercy by Duffy was Huge. everywhere yeah. at the time. And I'm like, that would be a good one to do, I think, because I can show off vocally and that feels like it's sort of on vogue right now. And then they say to have a backup song just in case. So I, I don't even know how I got there. And this speaks to like, this is so symbolic of me as a person, is that I end up going with this like Billie Holiday song mm-hmm. that like no one knows. Um, and I think that was like the little like like indie girl in me being like, sure. sing something fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so, so I have this like pop song and this like weird jazz standard that I can uh-huh. like riff up a bit and make it kind of cool. Again, like pure. Pure as can be. Just yeah, like the right? purest, right? And... I go with the whole fam, my yeah. sister, my mom, my yep. dad. We're yep. like, we're getting in the car. We're driving to Boston. Yeah. And um, they take you to this kind of, you know, I don't even know where we were. It was a space that had rooms. Yes. Um, <laughs> like a conference <laughs> yeah, area. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Conventions. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something like and, that. And um, the, my first big mistake uh, was what I chose to wear. I wore... Um, a tube top, which mm. just why, <laughs> and, um, and and a skirt, a high waisted skirt that was just way too short, and like my mom's like wooden Protestant like heels. It was so bizarre. Um, the look that I strung together, and um, again this hair, this two thousand nine bangs moment. Um, just like the most uncomfortable. You go through like a second adolescence in college. It's you so do. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, strange. Yeah. Um, and it's like out there for all the world to see. But uh, anyway, so they take you to this space with these, you know, there were, I'm wrong. There were two producers before the televised one. There oh. are three auditions before Ew. you get on camera. It's insane. Whatever. So just know that yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. you're watching The Voice, like it's uh, all no. the same shit. Okay. Yeah. So, so they take me into this room. I sing. It's good. They like it. Whatever I get, I'm get moved. I'm getting moved to the next round. So then the next one is the key one because this is the one where 
they fuck with you. <sighs> okay. So I go into this room and it's like these very British producers. <laughs> Take that how you will. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and so I sing my songs for them and they're like, you know, great for television. Great, great for television. Bubbly, great personality. Um, and you know, what's great about you is that you, you've, done, you've done a lot of Broadway singing, theatre, um, but you have a very pop sound which is great. Keep do that in the room. You know, really, wow, do that. You, you have a great pop sound. It's very pop. He keeps saying that to me. He's like, it's not theatery at all. It's wonderful. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Now I'm moving on, okay? The people, the producers will take you and be like, hey, can you do your like Celine Dion impression? And can you do your this? And can you talk with your mouth closed? And they'll take you in a room, interview you. Um... And they'll have you kind of like do all these like fun things that you do with I the like, camera in with there? the camera yeah. on you. All and I'm thinking like this is so fun. Like they love all this stuff that I can do. <sighs> um, the moment where they told me that I didn't have a theatery sound is key. So just remember that. Sure. So then, um, I go into the room. <laughs> I want to mention that before I went in, they had to shut down production because um, there was a severely autistic girl uh-huh. who uh, had a breakdown oh my when God. she was rejected. Oh. Um, so just know that that's like the fabric of this. And so, show. It, yeah. of course, it just sort of that's the fabric of the show, and it also like put you affected you in whatever way. Yeah, I was just like. Oh, what oh, is this? Is this, an, is this a scary thing? Should I be scared of what's about to happen? Because here I am thinking, everyone's loved me so far. Yep. I got pipes. I know I can do this. I've been told my whole life. Like, here I fucking go. So, oh, that detail, though. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, it's going. important. Uh-huh. Um, and I, it haunts me. I think about that because I just think, wow, that was like the peak behind the curtain. Right. Um, so I, <laughs> I go in. And it's them. And the, this was when they had the guests. They started doing the guest judge. So yep. mine was Victoria Beckham. Right, right. Famed um, vocalist. Famed vocalist, Victoria Beckham. Um, and then the other three assholes. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, okay, so I go in and I sing Mercy. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, you're so dramatic. And I was like, no, that's the opposite of what the producer said but I can't say that because no mm-hmm. one's supposed to know about one two three rounds of producers before this one mm-hmm. and then I just go to like I'm like what like I, I feel so mentally kind of, and you're and I've been yeah. sitting around for hours all day yeah. this is like you're you're drained so you know and, and I haven't eaten and whatever at the moment I like put my hand through my hair Simon's like oh. god and he, he starts Im- mocking me yep when I walked into the room, I forgot this. They asked me, like, uh, it says here, I thought they would be like, so you do impressions? And I would do some impressions on camera for them there. But instead, I had said something in my write, in my interview or my um, little sheet of paper about how I, 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 this was, again, I'm in a weird place after my freshman year. But I say something <laughs> about how I've, like, I like to, I change a lot. Like, I change my hair and, like, I, I like to, like, you know, um, I, do, I do different voices because, right, like, right, I love right. change. Like, I don't know. It was, like, something I threw out there. Yeah, right. right. But totally. they zeroed in on it. made that the focal point. So yeah. he's like, says here you like to change a lot. And I was like, well, I just, you know. I, change and my I, hair. Yeah. Right. And I try to kind of explain 
this really kind of macro concept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I know. To Simon and Victoria Beckham. To Simon Beckham. and Victoria. And as soon as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm just like, it's over right now. Because oh, like, no. I just saw Jeez. him being like, he just cut me off and was like, okay, I don't know what you're saying. And I was like, fuck. Anyway, so I sing this song and they're like, that was horrible. That it's so theater. You sound like Judy Garland. There's so much vibrato. What like, what fuck? is this? <laughs> And he's making fun of me. He's doing this. He's doing this. And I get upset because I'm being, being bullied and I'm being sort of like told that I'm not a good singer, which was like, you know, it's new information. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then I'm like, please, like, I've been here all day. I don't say that. But like, I, that's the emotion is that I've got it's been all summer, you know. Right. So yeah. I'm like, let me sing another song. So they agree to let me sing another song. So I sing this weird Billie Holiday song. And. They're like, again, no, two theater eight. And then they're like, let's put it to a vote. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. They wanted you to get upset. Oh, they knew they my. were going to put you on. And yeah. you know, I wasn't happy when yeah. they said yes, 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 yes. I was just fucking confused. Yeah. So then I'm like tired and crying and I come out <laughs> with the golden ticket and I'm like questioning my whole life yeah. and they have me like redo my reaction and I'm and now I'm very aware of like oh, this whole thing. No. Cuz I'm like is, this yeah. is the not this is not feeling good. Yeah. But you know, I committed. I said I'm going to Hollywood, so I did I did a a, a, a academic semester where I took only music classes. I took, you know, piano lessons. I was like, voice lessons. I, I was like, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna show, I'm gonna do this thing right. You literally changed your educational path yes, for this thing. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. How Just much time is between that audition and Hollywood? So much. Oh, God. I would say. And it's in like your an head. Like the entire fall semester. Oh, yeah. Course. So, yeah. December, you you went. Yes. And, and, that's, I, that's and just my audition with them you. happened over the summer. Right. Yes. So now December, you go to Hollywood. Yes. Okay. And also know that in in that time, that, that interim, I signed an insane contract. Okay. Describe, can you describe the contract? I don't know. All right. So let's not. It's been put out there. It right. definitely has. So we know, we can say, I'll say for you, yeah. we, we can say the contract basically allows them to uh, portray you in ways that you might not agree with yes. or, or be privy to, yes. but they're giving you this opportunity and so you sign a contract that says you can't do anything about the way we show you. Right. Okay. Right. So you go to Hollywood. So I go to Hollywood and um, I do that first round in Hollywood and it's my one good audition. They okay. never show it. What did they but say there? I'm not kidding and I know that I sound insane say when I say this, say but Randy Jackson said I sound like Beyonce and I will always remember that. That's so great. It's That's so an insane funny thing to, to say me. to a, a young white woman, but but <laughs> who, who literally no offense to you, you sound wonderful, but not like not Beyonce. Not at all. <laughs> and and again, this is Randy Jackson, you know, music producer. Who knows Beyonce? We but this is the thing about this assume. show is that it, it, it all felt like a, like the, it was more theatrical than anything I was doing at school. It was like mm-hmm. nobody is saying what they – it was so choreographed. And who are the judges now? It's Randy, I Simon, think I had – and you, then it was uh, – Cara. Uh, Cara Diaguardi. Yes, it was those three, but then they also had Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. So, right, like, famed vocalist. Um, right. So, so then oh, that round Lord. goes well. And that then, one goes extremely well. They don't show it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm moving on. Then it's the group round. Okay, famous which group round. Is 
just as as exhausting and horrifying it's as they horrible. make it. Everyone appear. forgets their lyrics because because you stay up all night yep. because you're you you literally have to be there like the next morning and they give you the songs like the night before so they set you up for failure. And the other <sighs> thing that they did was they were like, um, we had choices of songs to sing. Three of them were normal, like easy <laughs> songs, or two of them, whatever, how many there were. Um, and one of them was The Sweet Escape by Gwen, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> and of course, everyone's like, not doing that one. Yeah. But, I like the wonderful one on the floor. So and like in retrospect, of course, yes. like the, the plot of that episode was no one can get these lyrics. Like, yeah, you know, because yeah. those aren't words. They're not words. I can do it for you perfectly, and I will. And now I can now. do it. I can do it too. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so so okay the first messed up thing is that they're like choose your groups and it's like chaos Fuck, because yeah. this is huge who you end up with is like all a part of how this goes right yeah so i look around i don't i don't have i don't i haven't talked to many people i don't know what's going on and i see this guy he's like from long island we met because we're from the same place and i was like him okay so i go to him and he's with two other guys so mm-hmm. suddenly i'm like okay I could work with this. It's like three big dudes and me. Like mm-hmm. that's like a fun thing. It's kind of like <laughs> show. And um, <laughs> uh, no. Um, so then they they have this moment where they sit us all down, the producers, and they're like, "Who's who's doing this song?" And everyone's like, "Me." Who's doing this song? Who's doing, who's doing the Sweet Escape? Crickets. No, nobody. Yeah. And then. Uh-huh. And I think everyone's just. Dumber because yep. people are so vulnerable. Yep, yep, yep. That, and so it's and tired, and they're just like, whatever you say. So they're like, really? No one's doing the sweet escape. The judges are going to want to hear that one. Or like, they say something along those lines that feels like, mm. maybe we should do it. Right. So yeah. we're like, oh, let's do the subversive. Like, let's do the thing that no one's expecting and do the sweet escape. That's so fun. So no. we do the sweet escape. <laughs> We're like, I'm like choreographing with three grown men yeah, at that's 1 a.m. They make you all like dance a little dance. bit. Dance. No. Um, I mean, um, I'm, I went without my family because I was like, I'm doing this. And yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah. I had no support. I mean, uh. So all the confidence goes out the window. Uh, you know, of course, we get up there and uh. we're like, no one remembers. My whole group gets eliminated. Oh. While I'm in L.A., <laughs> I put on the TV one night, or rather, I got some texts that said a bunch of stuff like, I, you're on, you, oh my God, Amanda, this is so exciting, ba ba ba. Because, sorry, go flashback, I, I, when they showed the Boston auditions, uh-huh. they didn't show me. So when I went to Hollywood, I thought mm-hmm. I got a scot free. I was like, oh my God, they're not going to show my audition. Like, this is amazing. I have a fresh start. But this was a oh my clip God. show. They did a best of show. <sighs> and you were on that. And I was on that. Oh, and I shit. and I was blindsided. And, and was you were in LA there. while it was happening? Oh my God. Right after you got eliminated? It was. Bo- I think it was before. But, but I might as well have been eliminated because when I saw the audition. Oh, uh, you knew it wasn't like a winner's audition. Yeah. I... W- I... It, it, that audition. So how did they? What was a trauma that I'm still dealing with? How yeah. did they make you look? 
really unwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, or just too much, like just a mess of a person. I, I mean, as someone who's not you, who's seen it, I will say they edited you into a dramatic theater kid. Yes, like which I understand. Like it's it was, it was just clips of Amanda like doing the impressions and talking with the mouth closed and like saying that she acts and, and like, then these things that Amanda would not necessarily <laughs> offer up front to. A stri- someone she's just getting to know, but it, it, the the edit was. By the way, I can do impressions. I can sing with my mouth closed. Yeah, yeah, it was right. like, what is going on? And right. then also the really telling thing is they show your audition and they don't show you singing Mercy. So this is the other thing yeah. is that they in the editing they show me starting with Good Morning Heartache. Mm-hmm. Wow, which not did not happen. Did not happen. It started with Mercy. So they didn't show Mercy. They just, I was, had already been told you're not getting through and I was emoting when they start my audition. Yeah. Which is brilliant editing. But, you know, it just, it was, I had a teacher or she was sort of a head of a department Mm -hmm. in college who, when I went back to school and was just a shell of a human, um, I had to take a whole semester off, which because I I did that, I took the leave of absence right. because I thought, well, what if I make it? Yeah. Then I was just living at home while all my friends were like at school and doing all the things and went through a lot with that, you know, taught myself to play an instrument, like, you know, because I needed to like get a sense of grounding after being portrayed. I was like, oh, I'm a nightmare. And um, all the things Jesus. I feared about myself are true, which of course, you know, now I know that's not true. And this Smoke was, and mirrors, but I was 19 years old. It yeah. was season nine. Yes. So, and that's that sounds like a later season. It was actually the season that Lead to Wise right. won. It's or sort whatever. of a forgotten right. season. And who really cares? But at the time, it's like, you look at the ratings and it's like, oh, 25 Huge. million yeah. people watched right. it. So right. then you're it's, like, it's public shaming. It's public shit. humiliation. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I had a, this advisor or this person tell me, um, I think one of the biggest challenges for you getting through this is accepting that that person is a part of you. Right. And it was so hard to hear. Mm-hmm. But in, in a way, it's like, I think she sort of had this foresight of me in the future reclaiming this and being like, able to laugh at it and and think that it's ridiculous. Because I remember when we first met, I always, like, when you shared this with me, um, I was like, you know, well, you just got to laugh at it. And a lot of people have that but, reaction. But yeah. that is, like, that is, it's, it's simplistic. It's, it's yeah. not easy to get there. No, 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 no. Because, no. you know, y- there's also these things in your mind which are like, I take myself seriously and I look like a joke. The biggest show in the world made me why, look like a joke. Which is why comedy was such a saving grace for me because mm-hmm. it was like, oh no, I'm in on it. Yeah, right. You know, it right, was right. like <laughs> I could drive the car instead of being this person who was vulnerable and pure and out there in earnest and people were like, ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so it feels like protective and good right. to yeah. be like, I see. Yeah. And, and Amanda And can, I make fun of myself and it's it's all a part of that. Amanda can quip with the best of them. <laughs> yes. And I want I want to ask because we Talk about the voice. You know what I yes. mean? We'll text about the voice. Yes. Do you, do you, when you watch the shows now, you're like American Idol's coming back. I mean, mm-hmm. they definitely changed their um, identity over I'm time. Sure. Because, you know, from William Hung to now. So this was the, but that was the other thing I was going to say is that the reason that those people, the William, William Hung should have never happened. No, no. And the re, like, really? And the reason that those things happen and those people get 
Exploited. on the show yeah. and oh. you're like what it, you say to yourself like okay but like they're asking for it Why, they they yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. have no talent they're, they're not making well. a fool out of themselves yeah. no because you take a person that is down on their luck looking for a, a, a ticket anything anything yeah. right or you take a person that is not well or or you know any what what have you or is not even in William when William Hung's case uh, not even assimilated to the culture right like, right, right, right somebody right. who's on the outskirts of 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 mainstream culture or whatever that <sighs> you you take that person in the producer room and you say you're terrific yep. you have an amazing voice with and you mean it it's cruel evil. and then you flip it on them and then there it's being televised it's very the, cruel it's very cruel it is a cult, it perpetuates a culture of bullying and yep. i'm i'm glad that the show was was canceled i cannot believe it's coming back i know i don't I, think anybody can i feel like i mean i i hope that they've cleaned up their image and that it's going to be a different thing because i think just as a culture we've moved into this place i cannot obviously there's people that don't feel this way but right. in, in pop culture at least i feel like there's a shift towards self-care and being kind positive. and that they're positive right yeah. the voice i mean you know the voice is still a reality show but they don't humiliate people but they don't humiliate no. people no. and even the people who don't move forward they leave with dignity yes they take Every those time. people seriously they're all vocalists which is why the show is better is because you're watching people with talent compete. Yeah. And not people who are looking to be on TV. Exactly. Like as a first and foremost priority. There yeah. are so many people who are on Idol who I think just wanted to get in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't happen on The Voice. The Voice has a vetting process. They have a casting process. They have a casting director. They have somebody that reaches out to already established artists mm. and says, do you want to come audition for The Voice? Or not necessarily artists who are getting a lot of attention, but are out there you know they'll reach out to those people right right so i feel warmer feelings for the voice because i feel like that show is trying to help these artists and it's about mentorship and it's yeah, about you it's know, like, teaching them it's about what it says yeah. which is the voice mm -hmm. idol's mission first of all idol started in england didn't it yeah okay. pop idol there's an approach to to reality television and there's there's a, that that was i think co-opted and and done here and not the not not, not well it's not well yeah yeah so i have so would you ever do you ever watch lot, yeah. no 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 i no, i no, no. i think that I agree. yeah would you ever ever yes. audition for the voice oh yeah every time i watch yeah i have that same thing that happens after my freshman year where mm -hmm. i was like I can do it. I could do it. Like, I know I could. You place, I would sing you this place song. yourself there, yeah. I place my, of course. And then they'll have like a, conf like not a confessional, but a talking head moment or like yep. a, yeah. a moment where the, and, and it'll, I'll see the working, inner workings of it. Yep, the reality show And it just turns me off. Yeah, yeah, right. And I just have the past trauma of like going, putting myself out. And I know they wouldn't make me look bad, you know, bad stupid. Or, or stupid, but, but that the element of like, I'm performing self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. Really freaks me so, out. <laughs> so freaky. And also, and this, I don't take this to be simplistic in that same way of like, you got to laugh at it. But um, I think just with you being able to sort of see that in the moment, I think that's a sign that you've taken the trauma and like you're wearing it as an armor now because it's like, oh no, I'm not going to put myself in that dangerous position totally, ever again because totally. I know what that is and like and people always there's a tendency to like let the wounds be there like be open yeah, be vulnerable yeah, yeah. but like the the shield of being able to like 
poke at it and laugh at myself has been so much more healing for me mm-hmm. than and and like there's there's therapy to be had and like I will I am processing this and it's right. it's all there but like I I I like taking the power away from it. Yeah. And 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 a lot of people <laughs> will see this tape, this audition tape and be like, whatever, like Okay, it's, fine. It's, it's always going to be a and bigger deal to you. Right. And of so course. sometimes I have this self-conscious moment of like, oh, God, am I like swan songing about this thing that's like actually not that big a deal? But. No, but I think it's important to share because I think it reveals something about something that we all bought into totally. big time. Yep. And, yep. We yep. and we like, still are. And we still are. Yeah. You got to imagine they sign a similar contract at The Voice. Oh, sure. They or, don't go through with it the way that they did. Or I'll have moments watching The Voice where I'm like, how organic are these times where the judges yeah quip. are like that's always know. like whenever i'm <laughs> whenever i'm laughing at adam and blake fucking right, doing whatever they're right. doing henry always is like jokes and he's like always like wow they're so funny and i was just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i catch i catch myself oh my God, um making fun of I, let's hear another song sure. let's let's talk about this next song you're gonna do by famous contemporary singer adele um this song uh <laughs> I feel like this song had such a moment, and I, yeah. I, I really love her. I, I just think there's something really special about her as an artist. For me, it was that moment at the Grammys. Was that the Grammys? Well, what happened when she did the tribute to? I'm gonna look so bad now. Oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. But it was, it was. You, you, She's got so many died, amazing he died, performances. He died. George. George Michael. Oh, George Michael. Oh, yes. yes, yes. And she said when she, she when she stopped it and said, "I have to do it right for him." That was yeah. the most compelling thing I've ever seen a singer do. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's or 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 a a, a pop star do. Right. Yeah. yeah. The facade Be- drops. Because that Ooh. also and she's also like f- raising a huge middle finger to like the TV producers and I'm just like fuck you totally. I'm going to do this again. Yeah. And because it and like to to quote sort of Henry's mantra, it, like none none of it's real. Nothing's nothing's real. real. Yeah. Henry, Nothing quote is real. Henry Kapersky, yeah. Like the and 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 the the charade of celebrity and just the whole thing, especially with with these fem- with these singers, these mm-hmm. vocalists. I mean, like five foot two. Like I I I was so it's yeah. moved by that. Yeah. And like and I just watched um Elaine Stritch's documentary oh, or yeah. the or the documentary about Elaine Stritch and and I'm I'm really fascinated with this right now. This like this thing of singer in the spotlight it's yeah. just it's really interesting so anyway I, I i have to send you this new york times article about um miles and whitney um, please yeah anyway all that stuff amy Winehouse, like all yeah, that yeah. michigas i'm so i'm so Michigas. interested in that yiddish word for insanity um <laughs> uh yes yeah, so i love i love adele this song was like a huge moment i think on her album 25 and i i did a little cover of it at one point and <laughs> uh this is just like kind of fun to know um I had an ex <laughs> shoot and record that. Mm-hmm. And that that's, it was this, like, I had friends calling me who knew that, who were like, how dare you be so meta? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was crazy. Because <laughs> like, the song is, is all about that relationship. Um, all right, let's, yeah, let's hear just, it. Let's it's it. when we were young. <laughs> Everybody loves the things you do From the way you talk To the way you move 
Everybody here is watching you Cause you feel like home You're like a dream come true But if by chance you're here alone Can I have a moment before I go? Cause I've been by myself all night long Hoping you're someone I used to know You look like a movie You sound like a song My God, this reminds me Of when we were young Let me photograph you in this light In case it is the last time That we might be exactly like we were Before we realized We were sad of getting old It made us restless It was just like a movie It was just like a song so scared to face my fears Nobody told me that you'd be And I swore you moved overseas That's what you said when you left me Yes, it looked like a movie You still sound like a song this reminds me of when we were young Let me photograph you in this light In case it is the last time That we might be exactly like we were Before we realized we were sad of getting old It made us restless It was just like a movie it was just like a song When we were young When we were young When we were young When we were young It's hard to win me back Everything just takes me back To when you were there To when you were there and a part of me keeps holding on Just in case it hasn't gone I guess I still care Do you still care? It was just like a movie It was just like a song oh my God, this reminds me Of when we were young Case it is we might be exactly like we were Before we realized we were sad of getting old It made us restless Oh, I'm so mad I'm getting old It made me restless It was just like a movie It was just like a song When we were young Ooh. Wow.
That's... Oh my god, I just held my breath for that entire time. It's just such a good Amanda. song. It's such a good performance of the song. Thank, Thank you, Henry. You. Yeah. Oh Thank man. You. So here's what I think we should do. I think we should do I Don't Think So Honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we're all gonna do an I Don't Think So Honey. Okay. All four of, four of us. And then I think we'll do one more song to close it out. Yes. That sounds good? That sounds great. That sounds great to me. Oh, I, I love this. it. Um, this is so good. Okay, so I don't think so, honey. Um, by the way, thank you guys so much for um, coming out to all of our shows that we've had. Oh my goodness, they've been so fun. Yeah, Culture War was a big success, and thank you guys so much for that. And I don't think so, honey, at the Bell House, that was like a dream come true for my best friend, Bowen, and I. Mm. And um, th- those episodes are going to be out in a couple weeks. Um, and here we go. So, Bowen Yang, do you want to do your I don't think so, honey? Um, do, you sure. know, do you have something? I have something. I have a, I have the, the, the seed, the kernel of something, yeah. He's got the kernel, bitch. I've got the kernel. <laughs> All right, so um, this is Bowen Yang's I don't think so, honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey, people who don't fucking like talking about the weather or they think that that's <laughs> that it's like shitty small talk you guys the weather is the thing that binds us all together it's the that's great beautiful. equalizer <laughs> yes. it's something that we all share in common it's a shared experience the world over the community over at least <sighs> I want to talk about how it's rainy outside or how it, the, there's a dew in the air this morning isn't there in the elevator look don't crucify me for wanting to talk meteorology, bitch. 30 seconds. I don't think so, honey. You know what? I just want to make small talk with you because it's an entry point and then I can get to know more about your fucking small business, you fucking ding dong. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't think so, honey. People who don't like talking about the weather. 15 seconds. You know what? <laughs> you gotta keep going, bitch. It's the great equalizer, as I said. And I it bears repeating, bitch. So listen, talk to me about how Five it's seconds. warm in Portland this time of year. And, um, you know, actually, um, you know, the Poconos aren't as cold as you would think That's in December. That's one minute. Yeah. That was beautiful. And you know what? Sometimes I don't think so, honey. It can just be 39 seconds. But no, it's can't. And... I mean, I mean, but we're in such a again. I'll say it dropped in place. I'm so because dropped the, in. I love the vibe of this episode because this beautiful. vibe is very laid back, mm. and I'm and we're all feeling very comfortable, and we've just been truly sung oh, beautiful yeah. music. Our souls and have been HPJ is sitting here enjoying as well, and we are very gagged. All right, so now I'll do mine. This is Matt Rogers as I don't think so, honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey, Ed Sheeran. Oh! I don't think so, honey, Ed Sheeran. You want to know what? You are the third most fuckable Ed. Ed Harris is number one. Ed Harris. Mr. Ed, the talking horse, is number two, and then there's you, bitch. You want to believe in the Illuminati? Look at Ed Sheeran and understand that that man is famous. Okay, some dark magic is going into that. Yes, can he plung a plung plung on the guitar and do something? Okay, yeah, that's fine. But you know what? It certainly doesn't excuse him rapping. Yes, I said rapping on the new Taylor Swift album seconds. Reputation. And no, it is not acceptable for Taylor herself. But you know what? She can she can kind of do it. Ed Sheeran cannot do it. And I said to Taylor, well, I never said this to her, but I would say this to her. I'd say, bitch, listen, it's one thing if you want to appropriate the house down, but don't drag your friend into it because now I know what she's doing. I don't think so, honey, Taylor Swift. She wants to mi- make sure she is using him as a shield. <gasps> I don't think so, honey, Ed Sheeran. I'm not going to make a Hobbit joke, but I guess I just did. I don't think so, honey, Ed Sheeran. (laughs) And that's one minute. Oh, Oh my God. I'm so mad about plung a plung plung. Plung a plung plung. Honestly, the fact that he... He's number one. He's starting to talk about having sex in his songs, and I don't want to fucking picture that. Do you know how many streams... (laughs) Do you know how many streams Shape of You has on Spotify? Like, a hundred billion. 1.5 billion. No Which is crazy. Damn. Yeah, 
There wow. is something happening. There. I've had such it's a Illuminati. It's yeah. Illuminati magic. You're right. You're right. And <laughs> Dark he, magic. He appropriated all of his albums are well, like plus minus divide whatever. He appropriated math from my fucking people. <laughs> yeah. So he appropriated that too. Fuck Ed Sheeran. Oh uh, we're not into it. Oh my god. All right. No. So now is Henry's time. Henry. Mm. Okay. Henry has he he wanted to do it. I don't think so, honey. He's gonna get this moment to shine right now. Okay, Henry, he of you... course did one of the great I don't think so, honeys at the first dancing. I don't think so, honey live, which was I don't think so, honey dancing. Thank you. Yes. Classic. And now Classic. we're gonna have I don't think so, honey. Henry Kapersky. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Katrina Rogers, mother <gasps> of Matt Rogers. Oh my God. You are a loving, sweet, generous woman, and we're probably a great mother, but you did not teach your son how to recycle. <laughs> he does not know the difference between paper and plastic and metal and tin. Maybe he doesn't know to re- how to read, and that's fine. <laughs> that's nothing to be ashamed of, but I think he does know how to read. Okay, And I even labeled three different bins, paper and cardboard, and then plastic, oh aluminum, God. and et cetera, and then seconds. trash. <laughs> our super, when we moved into our apartment, said, it's very important that you separate these things. Oh. He looked us both in the eyes and asked that, and I've done uh, a lot to make sure that happens, including oh. label everything. Also, Matt, take seconds. the trash out every once in a while, oh. like maybe at least once a month, please. Um, oh, sorry, this is about Katrina. You are so loving and beautiful and wonderful and funny. And you gave so much of that to your son, but teach him how to recycle. Oh my God, and that's why. Oh, you won't have to deal with me for much longer. Oh, also, I'm sorry, but how, where does styrofoam go? How, uh, uh, trash, you can't recycle it. You can't recycle it. it. Oh, okay, Katrina. You <laughs> don't take out the trash? I do sometimes. That's my worst pet. One of my worst pet peeves is when my roommates don't take out the trash. I have to do everything. I do sometimes. <laughs> I do sometimes. I feel really ambushed by the like Matt Henry honesty of this episode. This but don't nice you think it, you don't think layer. it's beautiful? You don't think you don't think it's wonderful? It, it's it's so beautiful. It is beautiful. It's, so it's beautiful. a night. It's a it's an exemplary you know sort of dynamic. This yeah. is the mm-hmm. moment for Amanda Shekman's I don't think so, honey. Oh, my oh God. here we go. Now Imagine this is the moment. Not knowing I had to do one of these until right now. Uh, <laughs> Imagine. Okay. okay. Okay, right. this is Amanda's I Don't Think So Honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People that think it's funny or interesting to talk about how short I am. Oh. This is talked about before. <laughs> am I okay? Like, I was born, bitch. I, I went to the doctor. I know my goddamn height. When I reached five foot zero, that was a big goddamn moment for me, okay? That was huge. I was 4'11 for so long, I thought I'm never going to reach five. Now you're going to take my five foot zero and take that away from me and talk about how short I am? Uh. When guys do this, I want to fucking kill them. Uh. Use my head as an armrest one more time. I fucking dare you. <laughs> I fucking dare you. There are so many more interesting things to talk about seconds. I am a really complex person there's a lot that you can learn about me but when people feel uncomfortable they go to the, the most simplistic thing yes. which is you know actually for the most part you can't really comment on a person's appearance but for some reason height <gasps> is fair fucking game and I want to talk about seconds. the tall people too because the people that talk about how tall you are that's fucking dumb also <laughs> don't talk about how tall someone is or how short someone is because you're somewhere in the middle Five like seconds. how good for you don't talk about my height bitch yes. one minute See, you know what? That was great, and that was culture, and that was culture, and you, you, Amanda just right. uncovered something new, big time. That it's it's fair game. Height is fair game when you talk about someone. From now on, talking about someone's height obje- uh, and objectifying it, it is canceled. 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 I, we cancel it. In fact, it's rule number ninety-one of culture. Talking about, about someone's, someone's height, height and, and objectifying, objectifying them is canceled. <laughs> oh my god, delicious! Now we, I want to leave. I want to leave on a fun note. We've had two kind of like, like kind of like 
um, emotional ballads. No, I'm having this problem with my show. We yeah. are going to sing Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande. Yeah. And we, so we're going to go out with this. So um, my name is Matt Rogers. My name is Bowen Yang. And we've had on our show, and accompanying Amanda, is Henry Kapersky. And we've had the amazing Amanda Schechtman. Yes. And here at the Duplex on December 4th. 7 p.m. Amanda Schechtman hates to sing. Get your tickets or you're going to be missing out. So here we go. Dangerous Woman by yes, Amanda Schechtman. <laughs> permission made my decision to test my limits cause it's my business God as my witness started what I finished don't need no hold up taking control of this kind of moment I'm locked and loaded completely focused my mind is open all that you got Skin to skin, oh my God, don't you stop Something about you makes me feel like a dangerous woman Something about, something about, something about you I'm bulletproof and know what I'm doing The way we're moving, like introducing us to a new thing I wanna savor, save it for later The taste of flavor, cause I'm a taker Cause I'm a giver, it's only nature I live for danger All that you got, skin to skin Oh my God don't you stop oh, oh yeah Something about you Makes me feel like a dangerous woman Something that about you Makes me wanna do things that I should do wanna be like that bad girls underneath like that you know how I'm feeling inside something about all girls wanna be like that bad girls underneath like that you know how I'm feeling inside something about you
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hold up. 